Hello, the message you're about to listen to is a recording from God's Favorite House Canada. We pray that as you listen, God's light will flood your heart and transform you forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Um, why don't you give... I know we don't have neighbors, but give whoever is with you, or if you are alone, you can give someone a virtual high five. God bless you. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, we want to welcome you to church once again. I know for a lot of people, you know, this may be your first time joining online. You know, you've always, the last time we did, it was via Google Meet we joined, and, you know, we thank God for everything. God knows everything. But I want to assure you that there is no distance in the realm of the Spirit. So wherever you may be, God is able to reach you, and I pray God will reach you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's just say thank you to God wherever we are. Let's just begin to say thank you, thank you. We have just about four more days in the year 2020. We thank God for safety. We thank God for his faithfulness. We thank God for his protection. It's not been by our power. It's not by our might, but it's by the Spirit of God. It's by the help of the Most High God. The psalmist says in the book of Psalm 21, verse 1 and 2, he says, I look up to the hills from whence cometh my help. Then he says in verse 2, that my help comes from the Lord, the maker of the heavens and the earth. Just going to say, Father, I thank you. I recognize you as my helper. Thank you for all that you have done. We are grateful to you, Father. Thank you for what you are doing in this season. Thank you for the life that you are still touching. Thank you, Lord, for the testimonies that are still going to come out before the 31st of December. Honor and adoration we give unto you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Lord, it is me. The one you've loved, Lord, it is me. Lord, it is me. Lord, it is me. The one you love, Lord, it is me. I'm desperate for you, Lord. I am desperate for you, Lord.
continue to commit ourselves into the hands of the Most High God. Even as we have just a few more days to go in this year, just commit yourself into the hands of God. He's the one that knows what 2021 has in store for you. He's the one that is the author and the finisher of our faith. One of his names is the Alpha and the Omega. He's the one that knows the end from the beginning. He's the one that is called the beginning and the ending. So I want you to open yourself to him. Because he knows what he already has in store for you. Begin to ask that he infuses you with his power. Even in this season, as we move to a new terrain, as we move to a new year, that he will prepare us relevantly. Lord, we are desperate for your help. Lord, we are desperate for your companionship. Lord, we are desperate for your fellowship. Lord, we are desperate for your attention, Lord. Lord, we want to be with you. With you alone, Lord. Lord, we want to have fellowship with you alone, Lord. We are desperate for you, Lord. We are desperate for you, Lord. Lord, we need you more than ever before. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You know, I'm going to, I want to pray for a few people here today. In fact, for everyone joining us online and here, God is still in the business of doing miracles. He is still doing wonders. He is still able to do that thing before the end of the year. You know, my prayer for each one of us is that before 2021, you will receive as, at least something tangible from God. In the mighty name of Jesus. That God will fast track. You know, for some people, it's a job you have applied for and you have been trusting God that in 2021 you will get it. It looks like there are just four more days. But four more days are more than enough for God to meet you at the point of your needs. So I'm declaring in the name of Jesus that that thing that will cause you to celebrate, that thing that will cause you to leap with joy, that before the end of this year, God will do for you. For some people, it is an application. I will share my testimony with you. I applied for something with the government. When you check the government website, it takes 106 days, which is typically should be January, towards the end of January before the thing comes through. You know, but God, in fact, my prayer was God let it come through in January as they have said, because there have been known to be delays, serious delays. And I needed the thing very urgently. And early this morning, the Spirit of God woke me up and said, check the status. And I checked it and it said, completed. Just four more days to the end of the year. I did not even ask. I pray in the name of Jesus that that same grace that orchestrates things, that grace that makes speed things up, that grace that speeds processes up, you know that grace that will make a recruiter say, we are meant to close for the year, but you know what? I have to get this let offer letter out. We are meant to close for the year, but I must get this offer letter signed and reach out to that candidate to resume in January. That news will come in 2020. In the name of Jesus, that grace that will make that person processing your prayer application to say, you know what, before I close for the year, let me just treat five more files. Amongst the files, you have to be the first. And they will treat that file and approve you in the name of Jesus. For some people, it is the fruit of the womb. You have said, you know what, ah, God, I thought you would give me this, I will conceive in 2020. I speak by the name and by the power in the blood of Jesus. I declare right now that in this 2020, you will conceive. You will look for that period. You will not find it. In the name of Jesus. It will be suddenly. 
It will be, how did this happen? It will be, God, so you answered me. So you indeed did it in 2020. That will be your testimony. In the name of Jesus. For some people, these ideas, you have even given up. You have shut everything up. You are like, you know what, maybe in 2021, God will begin to speak to me. I pray in the name of Jesus that even while we still have four more days to go, God will speak to you in the language you will understand. The Bible says in the book of Psalm 65 verse 11, that it crowns our year with a bountiful harvest. That will be your story in the name of Jesus. You will end 2020 smiling. You will end 2020 rejoicing. As long as you are under the sound of my voice today, I decree by the power in the name of Jesus that you will end 2020 on a high note. You will jubilate into 2021. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. Thank you, Lord, for the lives you are changing in this season. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, for the miracles you are doing. Thank you, Lord, for the doors that you are opening. Thank you, Lord, for the chains that you are breaking. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, for the deliverances, Lord, that are going on. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, for the liberations that are going on. We are grateful to you, our Father and our King. Lord, we ask that even as we share your word together today, that it will be all of you, Lord, and none of me, and that your name will be perfectly praised. Honor and adoration we give unto you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. So compliments of the season to everyone once again. You know, I don't know if that statement is a Nigerian statement. <laughs> or if it's something that I said everywhere. You know, the kind of English you speak in Africa, I don't know. I've not heard anybody say it. Yeah, yeah. That's what they say. But we, we say compliments of the season. Hallelujah. So compliments of the season to you. We thank God for what God is doing. You know, even in this season. Thank God for the testimonies. You know, I pray in the name of Jesus that by December 31st, when we are sharing our testimonies, yours will be among. In the mighty name of Jesus. And you don't have to think too much. You know how you have to think, ah, what has happened in my life? No, 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 no. That will not be your case. It will jump out. Like it will be clear that God has done something in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. So, uh, before we go into the teaching of today, it's just good to announce that. So, 31st of December, we're going to have our crossover night. Um, tentatively, for now, it's going to be from 10.30 to 12.30. 10.30 p.m. to 12.30. You know, if, we, if the time changes for any reason, we will communicate. But if you don't get any communication from us, then it's going to be 10.30 to 12.30. It's going to also be online like this. You know, because there's no distance in the realm of the spirit, I want to assure you that God will touch you. I know for a lot of us, we are used to being in the house of God to cross over. The devil is a liar. Let your faith be strengthened. Don't be afraid. You know, for some people, they're like, I have to be in church. It can't happen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, because it must be subject to authority. So, sorry about that. It can't, it can't really happen. You know, except you are ministering that day. But if you are not here, join online. The hand of God will touch you. See, I've seen, since we've moved to this online, I never used to be an online person. Like, I really, that's not my first choice, you know, as a person. Even as a, an, as, as a member of a church or as a congregant, it's not my first choice. But I noticed when we moved, you know, when the COVID situation happened and all that, and, you know, a lot of churches went online, 
you know that I've been able to get a lot of impartation online. Like there are times I watch people and I'm able to tap the anointing like almost physically. Like I know that something happened. Transference. I, I can get, I get something from them, you know, online. You know, so I know that God is able to walk through media. So don't worry. God is going to be there with you. But the only thing is make sure you are focused and not distracted. It is your duty not to be distracted. It is your duty to make sure you make arrangements to ensure you are, you are not distracted. Now, that is your own part to play. And I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus. And everything he has for us, we will receive in the mighty name of Jesus. And that day, we are going to be having Holy Communion between 10.30 and 11 sometime then. So I want to encourage us to join early. Um, in our homes, I want you to prepare your Holy Communion. Just get it ready so you can get bread and a drink. You know, we'll pray over it while we are here and all that. And I believe in the name of Jesus, it will be fit for use in the mighty name of Jesus. So gather your family, get your communion prepared, and we'll have Holy Communion before the, um, we start the video by the grace of God. You don't want to enter the new year with the life of Christ in us. And I pray that we all enter 2021 strong if Jesus tarries in the name of Jesus. You know why I say if Jesus tarries? Because this moment, Jesus can come. It can come in two days. It can come in three days. It can come before 2021. So everything we say, we try to say if Jesus tarries, you know. God will help us in the name of Jesus. Amen. So the topic for today is do it right. Do it right. Do it right. I'm sure a lot of us are wondering, do what's right. That we are going to be talking about a number of eats in the year 2021, starting from today. We are going to be talking about a number of eats. So, but for today, the eat we are talking about is fast. Fast. Do it right. Tell somebody, fast right. Fast right. So, do you believe there is a right way to fast? I mean, ask yourself that question. Is there a right way to fast? For there to be a right way to fast, that means there's actually a wrong way to fast. Is fasting just about not eating food? I'm sure a lot of us are aware of, what's that diet called? Is it keto? There's one diet that, it's not keto, there's one that you don't eat food for a while. Something like, I don't know if that, yeah. The one that you don't eat food for a long time, then maybe some, for one hour you eat something, then. So what's the difference between fasting as a child of God and that? <laughs> Prayer, okay. But we'll, we'll get somewhere. God is, oh, God is leading us somewhere. You know, some time ago, I was searching for a scripture. I can't forget. I was searching for a scripture profusely, and I came across, across this scripture I mean, I've read this book so many times, but it didn't jump at me the way it jumped at me. And when I came across the scripture, I felt the Holy Spirit say, you have to chew this scripture, understand it. So I read it. That day, I was not myself. I was like, ah, ah. I read it again. Like, the meaning he had was different. And I felt God say, go get it down. You are going to teach that message very soon. And my mind was, oh, when is our next fast? Maybe January, February, I will teach before the fast. Only to find out that we're going to start fasting, you know? In 2020. <laughs> so when I heard that the first was going to be December 2020, I said, God, thank you. That means you are preparing me. There is something you are telling your children in this season. You know, by the way, when I told my son, my first son, that, oh, fasting is about to start, he said, that is only for ministers. <laughs> I said, it's for everybody. <laughs> the boy said, ah, again? Ah, 
Because I had promised God that he would be fasting every time, you know. So he's still talking to God as we speak. Let's hear what God tells him. <laughs> but I want to encourage all of us, you know, let's enter 2021 strong. I know for some of us, it took a lot for us to fast this last one. You know, but let's continue. Till we get, you know, even when we get the victory, there, is more, there are more victories on the way. There are always new levels to climb. So let's keep striking. And God will give us the strength in the name of Jesus. You know, there are some people, I don't know how many of us have noticed, there are some times in our lives that you have challenges. And it's the season of fasting and prayer. And you join the fasting and prayer. And at the end of the season, it seems like nothing happened. How many of us do you have any witness? <laughs> you have things where you have particular things. Perhaps it may be this scripture we are going to read. We are only going to read the scripture today. That's the teaching. We are reading the scripture and we are going to chew it a little. That's it. It may be this scripture that is that you know you are not complying with. You may have found yourself in the situation of the Israelites. Something happened. And God had to tell the Israelites, they came to God, they said, but we fast, we do this. And God made a statement, he said, you fast, you know, you think, what kind of fast are you doing? You think the kind of fast you are doing pleases me? And God said, this is the kind of fast I want. That's what we are going to be talking about. What is the kind of fast that God wants? Okay, so let's open our Bibles to the book of Isaiah 58. And you are going to help me read from verse 1 to 14. You are going to help me read quickly. When you read it, then we are going to break it down and talk about it. And God will help us in the name of Jesus. I want everyone to pay attention. Please, this next three minutes of reading the scripture, it's very important that you pay attention to it. Okay, go ahead. Shout with the voice of a trumpet blast. Shout aloud. Don't be timid. Tell my people Israel of their sins. Yet they act so pious. They come to the temple every day and seem delighted to learn all about me. They act like a righteous nation that would never abandon the laws of its God. They ask me to take action on their behalf, pretending they want to be near me. We have fasted before you, they say. Why aren't you impressed? We have been very hard on ourselves and you don't even notice it. I will tell you why, I respond. It's because you are fasting to please yourselves. Eh? What did that say? Because you are fasting, fasting to, please, to yourselves. please yourselves. Okay, go on. Even while you fast, you keep oppressing your workers. What good is fasting when you keep on fighting and quarreling? This kind of fasting will never get you anywhere with me. Mm-hmm. You humble yourselves by going through the motions, motions of, of penance. Bowing, bowing your, your heads like reeds bending, bending in, in the, the wind. wind. Go on. You dress in burlap and cover yourselves with ashes. That's this way. When you are fasting, oh, don't talk too much to me. I'm waiting on the Lord. Continue. Is this what you call fasting? Hmm. Do you really think this will please the Lord? No. This is the kind of fasting I want. Free those who are wrongly imprisoned. Lighten the burden of those who work for you. Let the oppressed go free and remove the chains that bind people. Share your food with the hungry and give shelter to the homeless. Give clothes to those who need them and do not hide from relatives who need your help. 
Then your salvation will come like the dawn and your wounds will quickly heal. Your godliness will lead you forward and the glory of the Lord will protect you from behind. Then when you call, the Lord will answer, Yes, I am here. He will reply quickly. Remove the heavy yoke of oppression. Stop pointing your finger and spreading vicious rumors. Feed the hungry and help those in trouble. Then your light will shine out from the darkness and the darkness around you will be as bright as noon. The Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength. You will be like a well-watered garden, like an ever-flowing spring. Some of you will rebuild the deserted ruins of your cities. Then you will be known as a rebuilder of walls and a restorer of homes. Keep the Sabbath day holy. Don't pursue your own interests on that day. But enjoy the Sabbath and speak of it with delight as the Lord's holy day. Honor the Sabbath in everything you do on that day. And don't follow your own desires or talk idly. Then the Lord will be your delight. I will give you great honor and satisfy you with the inheritance I promised your ancestor Jacob. Now listen, who spoke? I, the Lord, have spoken. Hallelujah. I, the Lord, have spoken. So if I want to ask you a question, is that New Testament that we should ignore? <laughs> it's a question, no. Are we to ignore it? I'm sorry, is that Old Testament that we should ignore? Is it law? Is it the law? Eh? Is that not part of... Are you not learning something about God from that? So yes, it's good for us to fast. God is saying it's good. It's good to fast and pray. But what do you do while you are fasting? You know, the last time my dad was around and was teaching, and he spoke, how many of you remember he spoke about fasting? And he made a joke. All of us laughed about it. He said, the food you are meant to eat when you are fasting, that you are saving your money. Use it to buy food, something and go and give the needy. How many of you remember that statement? I don't know who remembers. Myself and my wife spoke about it. He said that money that, you know why he said some people enjoy fasting because they don't, they don't have money. They are, not, they don't, they are saving money. The money you will have spent on your money, you save it. Now my dad was like, that money, use it to go and give the needy or buy something for the needy and give them. That strengthens your fast. So what God is saying to us today, I don't know who God is speaking to, but I believe it's every one of us. He says you can't, you know, so we're going to break it down. Let's chew it a little and see what God is saying. And as a people, this particular fast, we're going to be deliberate. This particular fast, we're not just going to fast with our mouths and actions and act pious. You know, when I read what Jesus, God was saying about Israel, I was like, wow, it's easy for us to get here. You feel that because you are fasting, you are not eating, you are sacrificing. How is it doing God any good? That's my question. Do you think fasting blesses God? <laughs> it's a question. Do you think fasting does anything for God? Let's answer that first. What does it do? It gives, it kills your flesh. One of the actual things of fast, it kills your flesh and allows your spirit man to be released. For whose benefit? For your own benefit. So a lot of people fast and they're like, I'm fasting. No, like, they believe that God owns. <laughs> That's why they will warn you that when you're fasting, pray so it's not on strike. It's for your own good. 
So if you fast and you feel like just because you are fasting alone, everyone must hear you. And you are not calling upon everyone. I've seen people that will fast, they will even pray. They will just fast, then they will eat at 6 o'clock. Next day they will start fasting. Ha! <laughs> And you are saying, God, that's thing. Keep, roll the stone away. Roll the stone away. But when you are fasting, you don't pray, roll the stone away. I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus. Now, let's, we are going to break. I broke it down into three parts. <laughs> so I named the first one, what has been the status quo? Like, where are we? Can we find ourselves in this kind of situation? I will read that part of the scripture. The second part is, what kind of fasting does the Lord want? The third part is, there are promises in that scripture for fasting. There are promises. So apart from victory, apart from the fact that you can cast out demons, those demons that don't listen to ordinary prayer, that need prayer and fasting to come out, there are still other benefits. You know, that's why you see some people, they say, oh, you know what, this is my issue. I know it takes prayer and fasting. I've been praying and fasting, but nothing has happened. Perhaps. God is looking at the fast and he's saying, this is not what I want. This thing you are doing, you are just doing for yourself. You are trying to feel only. You are trying to, how will I, how will I explain it? You are trying to make yourself feel okay that you are doing something. Fasting is not checking the box. It's beyond that. So what has been the status quo? See what the scripture says. It is because you are fasting to please yourselves. My question to you today is, are you fasting to please yourself? Can you imagine God saying that? How would these guys have felt? <laughs> it says, even while you fast, you keep oppressing your workers. I know we are, a lot of us don't have workers, right? You are the worker. We are the worker now. Abby. So the, our bosses keep oppressing us. But back home, let's relate. Let's take ourselves back and think. Because you fasted before you came to Canada. When you were fasting, how were you treating those working with you? You know, you are fasting. You are meant to be connected to God. You are meant to be in a solemn place as a person. What was your attitude to people around you? Or what is your attitude? That's one. It says, what good is fasting when you keep fighting and quarreling? You fast. Meanwhile, you have someone you are not talking to. Before we start this fast on Monday, I want to instruct by the power of the Holy Ghost and encourage by the power of the Holy Ghost too. Forgive those people. Let them go. Listen to me. Read my lips clearly. You can't say you are fasting now. You have people that you are not talking to. You say, you know what? You are on your own. I will never talk to you again. It's not done. You are aborting bitterness. How do you abort bitterness and fast? Is someone getting something today? He says, you are fasting and you are fighting and quarreling. What kind of fast is that? That's not what a pastor will say. On the Friday, after Friday, the pastor will say, make sure you don't fight anyone, no. don't quarrel anyone, because the enemy will try to send people to frustrate you. One of those days, I was going, one driver drove like a madman. I was about to curse him. Just say, you see your head like this. I just remember what pastor said. Ah! Another time, we just finished God with it again. We were driving home with happiness, with everything. And we were in one kind of traffic and some cars blocked the oncoming cars. Like, we were there and some guys started leaving our lane to block oncoming cars. I, I told my daddy that this Nigeria makes it difficult to be a Christian. No? Because I was livid. Like, I was... 
I mean, if not that, <laughs> I was ready to break people's glass. I was so angry because I was going home. You are going to break your fast after three weeks. And those cars blocked the oncoming cars. They were not just patient on a Sunday. And I said, look at them. They are coming from church. Oh. I was so upset. And I said, ah. <laughs> you are fasting. You need to be conscious. Even though that should be your lifestyle as a believer. But when you are fasting, you should be conscious. You can't be fighting and quarreling with people and be fasting. See, let's add these things to our fast. They are not big deals, though. They are not so, so difficult. But why don't we make conscious effort to make our hearts right with God when we are fasting? There are results that are promised when you fast. So. Do you know what fasting means? You kill your flesh. You bring out your spirit. You should get anything you want, ideally, if you fast right. You know what it means not to eat for one week? Your spirit man is leaping. Do you know what the spirit does? The spirit can read, relate to the Holy Spirit and get the secrets from the Father. So your spirit can access information about your future. Your spirit can call things to be. Because it's released. The flesh is dead. It's on, you've not fed it, so it's weak. Why is it that when we are fasting and we are coasting, someone wake you up one a.m., you stand up. You are ready to pray. But when you eat, you just eat. <laughs> or mashed potatoes. Let's use it for what people we hear. Big size. Pastor Demola size. <laughs> mashed potatoes. And you can't wake when they wake you up one. You'll be sn- you won't be, you'll be like a dead person while your flesh is energized. So what flesh person should do for us is it should make us have access. So why are we not having access? Perhaps. Perhaps. It has to do with this scripture. I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus. It says you humble yourself by going through the motions of penance, bowing your heads like reeds bending in the wind. Ah, now wow. You dress in burlap and cover yourselves with ashes. Is this what you call fasting? Do you think this will please the Lord? I pray in the name of Jesus that even as this word comes forth today, we will see light and we will amend our ways. In the name of Jesus. So let's quickly move to the kind of fasting that the Lord wants. I tried to bring them out from the scriptures. The first one is free those who are wrongly imprisoned. Some of us will be like, how? How? For some people, that's their calling. For some people, that is what they do. How can you be a part of it? I'm not saying you need to do everything. But I'm just telling you, God is telling you where your heart should be. It may be to support a cause that elves don't are, Can you imagine that this matters to God? Are you, do you understand? These are things that we feel like we're oh, civil rights people that do. But God, it matters to God. It says free those who are wrongly imprisoned. So that means, I mean, it's, it's something that we need to unpack because... So if I have the power or if I have access or there's something I can do... I should actually care for the downtrodden. and I should help people. It means a lot to God. How do you free those who are wrongly imprisoned? If there is anything you can do, your power, if you have access to help or you are in a field that you cannot, please help. I mean, it's unbelievable that these things were listed this way. The second one is lighten the burden of those who work for you. When you are fasting, Lighten the burden of those who work for you. Who works for you, please? Do you have people in your workplace? I mean, that's going to be how you do work. Oh. For those of you that give people work, you like to load people with work in your workplace. You know, lighten it. If you were back on where you had maids, lighten the burden. 
Can you imagine that? So God knows when you are putting unnecessary pressure on them. In the morning, take the bath, bath for this child, bath for this one, wash the toilet, wash the bathroom, do this, do this. By the time I come home, cook dinner, do this, do this, do this. Burden. So apparently, God sees that in heaven and he's looking at you. I'm, I, I, I mean, if God is using it as an example, it means he takes note of it. Then you come to church and we raise holy hands. Meanwhile, the maid that came with you to church is almost dead. Because you walked her overnight. Like, you tell her it's only once you can eat a day. I know this doesn't apply to us, yeah, but maybe we can help friends. Perhaps we have people joining from back home, from different countries where you have access to maids. This is what the scripture is saying. Lighten the burden of those who work for you. So for, by the time we all become great, by the grace of God, we are on the path to greatness. And you have employees, a lot of people working for you. Lighting their burden. What does lighting their body mean? <laughs> Hallelujah. The third one. Let the oppressed go free. And remove the chains that bind people. When I was do, coming up with this, getting this um, teaching ready, I felt the Holy Spirit expressed this to me that there are people here that need to let other people go free. There are people you have held in your heart. There are people that have done something. You have something that you are holding, that you are using against them. I don't know if it's that they messed up with you, they did something wrong, and you have something over them. That's the appropriation we are going to use for this scripture, for this particular one. There is something you have over them. Let them go. For some of us, you don't understand what I'm saying, but the people I'm talking to, they get it clearly. The thing you have over that person that makes the person indebted to you, not in a good way, makes the person loyal by force to you, let the person go. I pray God will give you the help and the wisdom you require in the name of Jesus. Amen. The fourth one, share your food with the hungry. I want to encourage us, let's be deliberate. Go and change for five dollars. Put some in your car. Any homeless person you see, give. Now listen to me. Why is it that? You know the Muslims, no wonder when they fast, they have one of the days they go and give to the poor. Are we aware? They go to give to the poor. So it's, I mean, it's scriptural. Yeah, they call it Sarah. And they take it so religiously. I think the problem with us as Christians is because our, our own Christianity is a relationship. We take it for granted. Just the, the way we take friendship for granted. You understand me, right? Friendship, authority, the way we take democracy for granted. Some things that people do in democracy is military regime. They don't try it. <laughs> do you know me not military regime? <laughs> Some of us were older. In military regime, sorry, sir, Pastor Pei, Pastor Mola. Is there what's social media? Imagine that social media was in military regime. What will happen? They will clamp it down. Like if you put something, they will arrest you. Nobody will say, Pam. You know what I'm saying now? Yes. So, those are religious. It seems that they act, it seems that that one is paying them because they must do it. They take it as religion. So, when they are fasting, they will carry, they will cook a lot of food, they will go and give it to the poor. But we as believers, we will fast and we will still oppress people. We will not even pay our staff salary. Meanwhile, you have money because you want to go on holiday to go and shop. Eat palliatives. <laughs> <laughs> May God help us in the name of Jesus. 
The funny thing is that people that eat palati, they will still go to church on Sunday. They may even be ministers in the church of God. I mean, that's just totally against the scriptures. But you have to be deliberate. That's, the, that's where the difference is. So the difference between the one, people that are religious and people that are in a relationship. So if people that are religious are the other um, religions, sex, and all that. We as Christians, we are in a relationship. The thing about us is God will not fight us. Like, God, do you understand what I'm saying? Like you can go to God and say, oh, Father, I'm sorry, I forgot to actually give. Oh. But the guys that are religious, they're like, they can't try it. So they do it. It's, it's part of their system. So we as believers, I want to encourage you. Be deliberate. Be deliberate. See, everyone, the kind of things that God responds to, they are, the things that can change your life are not so... <laughs> oh, God. There are just little things you do that your life can turn around. There are some, just little things you strike. There are some cuts you strike in God. That God changes your course around. He says, give shelter to the homeless. Give shelter to the homeless, even if now in our own days, it's, it's not as easy to do. Canada, you can't really do that. But how can you take advantage of it? How can you be a part of it? Just make sure one way or the other you are helping the poor. Now listen to me clearly. The poor I'm talking about, there are different kinds of poor. We'll get to the other set of people. It's not your relative that is poor. Are you listening to me? That one is a normal duty. When you give a relative that is poor, they can help, they will be thankful to you. Anytime you go to see them, they will take care of you. They can pay you back one way or the other. Give to those that don't know you, that can never give you anything back. It counts. Don't mix it up. A lot of times you say, Oh, you want to give to the poor. Meanwhile, it's your, so you say, Your nanny, you need to help her. Why are you really helping her? Because so that she can take care of your child well and love your child. God has seen her. That's your reward. You've gotten your reward. She will take care of your child well. That's it. The scripture talks about those kind of things from time to time. Where God will say, God said, if you give somebody in the open, that's already your reward. Do you understand those kind of... You need to know the systems of God. He says, help the homeless. Help the homeless. Should I blow your minds? Let me tell you something. <laughs> oh, oh. How many of you remember a few Sundays ago that we made a call for the police station? God's every house one in Nigeria. I know a lot of people were still angry with police at that time. How many of us understand that? People were still like, that would be give to police. <laughs> but you need to understand the ways of God. The ways of God. The ways of God. Of course, if there was a way to give to those that suffer from NSAS protests, we would be a part of it as a church. But God knows why in his infinite mercy, he made GFH be a part Build a chapel in that place. And I don't know what happened, but maybe I don't I don't know why God just chose to favor that particular station. Because it may be that someone went there, one of the work, one of the people that God called to be a policeman and cried to God and said, God, but you called me to be this. See my children. They are on the streets. I need your help. That kind of cry gets to heaven. God will raise men. And as many people are stepping to it, guess what happened? Their life changes. I'm not joking. You tap into it. Instant, I mean, I couldn't believe what happened to me. Let me explain what I'm saying to you. You may not understand me. I'm still speaking in parables. When we made the call, do you want to listen to me? Not one person. Are you listening? Not one response. When I didn't get a response, I went to God. I said, God, you had one that, because there are so many people that reach out to us and say we should support. I don't just call anything, no. I've prayed about it. When God leads me, I will come out and say, give to this. 
There are so many things we can give to. I said, God, are you the one that, not the one that said I should announce? Should I announce again? God said, no. I said, eh. And I said, so that God said, you go and give. On the day I packed, I got the money. I used my Nigerian account. I sent the money. That day. I mean, so that you know that it's not, God wanted me to know that there's a, that, those kind of things. I don't know what happened. That's what I'm saying. Maybe someone went to pray and we're meeting a need. That day, God opened a door that is generational for me. That day, how much did I send? Less than $200. Deliberate. Delib- I don't, those kind of things, as a person, I don't forget them. I'll put them down on my phone. You have to be deliberate. If not, you'll forget. And guess the funny thing. If it's $10 you put for those people, in, in their countries, a lot of money. And God is looking. And I, I, you know, I really, I said, God, let me make the God said, no, you go and give. And when God blessed me, God told me that it's as a result of that. So when you are fasting and saying, God, I need breakthrough, I need breakthrough. There are things you do in the fast that opens the door of breakthrough. It's not necessarily the fast. There are actions you take, but you must be deliberate. I beg you in the name of Jesus. Be deliberate. You can't take things of the spirit by chance. When a call is made, no matter what, myself and my wife, we made up our mind that we always be a part. No matter how small, let's just chip in. So your seeds, guess what? That's your stores. You're already building your accounts in heaven. Those are things that go into your accounts in heaven. You want to listen to say, hear something today? <laughs> okay, but let me go there. <laughs> your friends that you give gifts on their birthday, does it go to your account in heaven? No. Are you conscious about storing your treasures above? You know the way you have savings account, checking account, there are different accounts. There's one for giving to the poor, there's one for your tithe, there's one for offering, there's one for seed, there's one for first fruit. There are so many accounts. So if you go and check your balance, (laughs) God will help us in the name of Jesus. Number six, Give clothes to those who need them. Thank God we are doing that. We gave socks to London 519 Pursuit. God bless you. I mean, this are, can you imagine? So God knows that you gave socks. When the homeless man wears his socks, whether he's a believer or not, his spirit blesses God for you. While you fast, you should do these things. We won't just fast carnally any longer. We are going to be the church and when we are fasting, we'll be seeing results. People will come and be saying, ah, ah. How is it that these ones are fasting? Because ordinarily with our fast, that we're not even doing too right in the past. We're doing okay, but not too fantastic. God is showing, giving us results. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now imagine that we, we take the extra steps in order to please God and to help people around us to do our fast right. Do you know what will happen? Answers, speedy answers in the name of Jesus. Amen. Very quickly, we have four more to go. Do not, hey, God have mercy, oh. It says, number seven says, do not hide from relatives who need your help. God, forgive me. Oh, God. God, I'm sorry. Ah, God, forgive me. I have one. Okay, I'm online. I have one uncle like this. Please, not watching. When the uncle that should be taking care of somebody. May God help us. God, I'm sorry for everyone I've been in from. But I didn't want to kill God. But we like you. But God is saying, do not 
me. You don't, they should not call me when I'm fasting. <laughs> you can't sit on your phone. God is saying, do not hide from your relatives. So, you know, I was telling you that these poor people that are saying you want to help, it's not your relatives, so there's the one for them. He says, do not hide from your relatives who need your help. So, for the next three weeks, put your phone on. <laughs> ah. <laughs> when they come to you for help, whatever you can help you, please give them. I know there are some relatives that are very annoying. They are spoiled. Some people are gifted beggars. They will go around for, they will have more money than you at the end of the day. By the time they go through all their cousins, so you know them. So I don't know. Let the Holy Spirit lead you. You will discern right. But it says, do not hide from relatives who need your help. Now let me give you perspective. It did not say, do not hide from relatives who want your help. It says, do not hide from relatives who need your help. There's a difference between need and want. The ones that need your help actually need your help. You need to help them. The ones that want, ah, all your relatives want your help. But the ones that need, you, you don't hide from them. Reach out to them. And why, but why are you hiding from the ones that want? Don't go and miss the ones that need. I don't, it's complicated. God will help us in the name of Jesus. Number eight, remove the heavy yoke of oppression. It's still tied to that one that says, bind um, remove the chains that bind people. It says, remove the heavy yoke of oppression. Anybody whose life is under pressure as a result of your action or as a result of your person. I don't know if there's anyone like that. I pray there's no one like that. But if there's anyone like that, please, while you fast, and even don't ever be that kind of person, even beyond fasting. Don't be that kind of person. Now, this thing that we are saying we should do during fast. I think you should also do after fast. It should be your lifestyle. But what God was just saying here was, these are the things that make him happy. So imagine you are fasting, your spirit is released, and you are not doing the things that make God happy. You will see results. And I pray in the name of Jesus, we will all see results in Jesus' name. Two more. Stop pointing your finger and spreading vicious rumors. Tell somebody in your household, keep quiet. Keep quiet. If you are not sure of the source, stop spreading it. Let's stop gossiping. Let's stop spreading rumors. If you are not sure about something, you see something you didn't see clearly, please keep it. Keep it to yourself. Don't spread rumors. As a child of God, you shouldn't be like that because rumors can damage. God will help us in the name of Jesus. The final one, feed the hungry and help those in trouble. We have already spoken about it earlier. Let's be deliberate. Even as we embark on our fast, starting from Monday, I want us to be conscious. As a person, as you see those that are homeless, give to them. As you see those that need help, please yield to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will help you. As you see those, you may see somebody that looks well-dressed. You may see someone in the Timothins. My wife was sharing with me an experience she had the other day. She said she went to Timothins and the Holy Spirit said, pay for the person behind you. And she just paid. I said, oh, she's paying for herself and the person... Fortunately for her, the person behind her didn't even that too much. You know, sometimes God is say, pay for the person behind you. It will not be a family of eight. <laughs> but it's still God, you should do it. Do you understand me? When God tells you, do that, please just yield to the Holy Spirit this season. Open your heart to the Holy Spirit. You may be going on the street and the feet of God will say, you know what, go to that place, give this. Just obey. You may be driving, you get to gas station, you are buying gas, and the Spirit of God says, oh, you know what, that next car coming. Tell them you want to buy their gas for free. It may be that God is doing a work in that person's life. You don't know. 
but my own is let us yield and God will help us in the name of Jesus. Now, what are the promises for the right kind of fasting? What are the promises that God made in these scriptures? I tried to get them out. He says that your salvation will come like the dawn and your wounds will quickly heal. He says your godliness will lead you forward. The glory of the Lord will protect you from behind. Then when you call, the Lord will answer. Yes, I am here. He will quickly reply. That's the first part of the promise. The second part says that your light will shine out from the darkness. I pray in the name of Jesus. Our light will shine out from the darkness. It says, and the darkness around you will be as bright as noon. The Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength. You will be like a well-watered garden, like an ever-flowing spring. Some of you will rebuild the deserted ruins of your cities. Then you will be known as a rebuilder of walls and a restorer of homes. That will be your portion in the name of Jesus. The final blessing says, then the Lord will be your delight. He says, I will greet you, give you great honor and satisfy you with the inheritance I promised to your ancestor. I, the Lord, have spoken. The word of God has come forth to us today about the right kind of fast. We are not going to be fasting carelessly from today in the name of Jesus. When we go into the season of fasting, we are going to be careful about our attitude. We are going to be careful about our behavior. We are going to be conscious about doing good. We are going to be conscious about touching lives. And I pray in the name of Jesus that even as we start our fast, even from Monday, that it will be one with a difference. That everything that has been pending, every battle that has been raging, that has refused to, 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 to stop, every storm that has refused to cease, in the name of Jesus, as you fast right, God of heaven will listen to you. He says he will come to you and he will answer you speedily. He will answer you speedily in the name of Jesus. And you will receive total salvation, total deliverance, total victory in Jesus' mighty name. Let's bow down our heads as we begin to talk to God. Just begin to say, Father, thank you for your word I've heard today. Thank you, Lord, for what you've said, Lord, even regarding the way to fast. Lord, the right kind of fast. Lord, in any way that I have missed it in the past, Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, we see light in your word all the time. Anytime we open your word, Lord, to, to study, Lord, we always see new things. Thank you, Lord, for releasing your word to us in this season. It means there is something you want to do. It means there is something tangible you want to do in the lives of your children. Lord, even as we open our hearts to receive from you, as you are deliberate, Lord, about doing it right. Spirit of God, we ask that you will help us. Spirit of God, we ask that you will be that voice that will guide us. That even as we commence the fast on Monday, it will be one with a difference. We will not do it wrongly. We will not do fast carnally, but we'll be led by your spirit. Lord, that everything, Lord, we bring to your attention this season. Lord, give us insights. Give us ears to hear from you. Give us eyes to see the actions we need to take. Lord, I pray specifically for this season, Lord, because this fast is one with a difference. We are fasting into the new year. Lord, I pray that if Jesus tarries, 2021 will be recorded as our best year ever. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. And for anyone that is joining us online that... You know, you are like, oh, fast. What is fasting about? Yes, I've heard about fasting, but I don't have a relationship with God. 
you don't begin to get, yes, you can do all these things, but just be doing them carnally. You can be doing them, you know, religiously, without relationship with God. But God wants to give you an opportunity to become one with him. He wants to give you an opportunity to embrace him, to have him come into your life. God is asking, the Bible says in the book of Revelation chapter 3 verse 20, that I stand at the, at the door of your heart and I knock. Jesus is knocking the door of your heart today. He's saying, let me in. Let's do this journey together. Have you not tried by your power? Where has it gotten you so far? Have you not tried by your wisdom? Where are you right now? He's saying, I can take you out of that Marie clay and set your feet on the rock to stay. If there's anyone today that is saying, Lord, I want to come back to you, either this is your first time of giving your life to Christ or you've given your life to Christ in the past and you have drawn back, you've backslidden. God is giving you an opportunity today. I just want you to say after me, Lord Jesus, I ask that you receive me. Thank you for showing me your light. I believe that you send your son Jesus to die for my sins. Father, I ask that even as I come to you, that you will not cast me away. Lord, I ask that everything that you have put around me for me to key into my fulfilling my destiny, help me to see them. Lord, your word says, if any man be in Christ is a new creature, all things have passed away and all things have become new. Lord, I come to you today. I am a new person. All things are gone for my life. I am now a child of God. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Lord, we thank you for your children, wherever they may be, that are surrendering their lives to you. Lord, I ask that you receive them. Your word says, if anyone comes to you, that you will in no wise cast away. Lord, as your children have come to you, Lord, I ask that you breathe upon them. Make them new. Give them a fresh start. Lord, that even as they key into your words and your teachings this season, let them bear fruits. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Thank you, Father, because you are a good God. As a church, Lord, we say thank you. Thank you for your word that we have heard together today. Lord, we ask that you breathe upon us, that your word will give life unto our spirits. In the mighty name of Jesus, that from today, Lord, we will begin to fast right. From today, we will begin to be deliberate about doing the things that please you, Lord. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Uh, let's dance together for Jesus.